The stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. All right, it's uh, Gene's Toolbox, actually, this morning. Ian is uh, off today. Starting off, a Texas man whose collection dedicated to singer Selena includes nearly 1,300 pieces. He is seeking a Guinness World Record. Andrew Lagoris became a fan of Selena back in 1997. When his grandmother bought him the Dreaming of You CD two years after the singer's death, I was five years old when I got the album. Just kind of thinking about it, I'm going to be 30 next week. So to know how long I've been a fan and been collecting, it's pretty phenomenal, to be perfectly honest. Ligoria said his grandmother also served as an inspiration for his collection, as she is well known for her Elvis memorabilia. He's been chronicling his collection on Instagram since 2014. And has amassed thousands of followers, he said he'll officially attempt the Guinness World Record. Largest Selena collection January 27th by cataloging all the items. I don't think you're going to have too much competition. No shade against Selena. She was an amazing singer and such a tragic end to her life. But how would you even find that much stuff of hers? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Next story is my wife won't stop using my toothbrush. And it's grossing me out. A man's been left outraged because of the toothbrush situation. He explained how his wife admitted to using his toothbrush from time to time, either by accident or when she forgot hers on a trip. However, he claims it's revolting. He doesn't want to rub her plaque onto his teeth for bed at night. My wife doesn't understand why I think it's revolting that she uses my toothbrush from time to time. She says it's no different than kissing her. I disagree with her on every level of consciousness. <laughs> Taking to Reddit, he asked users whether they thought it was okay for their significant other to use their toothbrush, but he wasn't expecting such a mixed response. One user said, I don't care if mine uses my toothbrush. I just asked him and he says he wouldn't care either. Another added, it never bothered me. I'd let any girl that I've deemed worthy of a sleepover. I'm not very picky to use my toothbrush. I'm with your wife. <laughs> uh, I would be kind of grossed out, personally. I know. I think a toothbrush is just each his own. And lastly, this story is unbelievable. I saved the best for last. If you share accommodations with friends or strangers as part of a house share... Chances are you split the rent reasonably even between all the parties or have a slight increases or decreases in payments depending on the size of your room. One man admitted he's managed to trick his housemates into paying more rent than they should have been for the past two years with the money they sent to their landlord being enough to cover his rent without him having to pay a single penny. The man explained he is the head tenant of a five-bedroom house in Sydney, Australia, so his name appears on the tenancy agreement. Rather than split the total rent evenly between the five of them, the man instead divided it by four, leaving his housemates to foot the bill for the rent. However, now that they've found out, now that the housemates have all been living together for two years, the other four people want to add their names to the tenancy agreement, meaning they'll be able to see how much their rent should be. Oh, busted. <laughs> uh, the issue is I've not been very transparent about the relative rental contributions. My rent's actually entirely covered. How do I go about navigating this situation? So he went to Facebook and uh, it was later shared on Twitter and uh, his roommates found out about it. And so they've all decided to move out, leave him, leaving him hanging with having to pay the rent that uh, is a total of five people should have paid. 
See, you get what you get. That is called karma, my man. And I'm sure they're going to be coming after you for past rent for the last two years. What a jerk. Holy cow. How can you live with... Deborah, now it's 719, and, uh, you know, this is this is one of those things that um, I've always had mixed feelings about because it's like, really? I mean, not to say it's not legit. I'm talking about Publishers Clearinghouse. You know, when they walk up to the house, they've got the giant check, and then I've always think to myself, I'm like, oh, maybe I should just subscribe to those magazines, and then I'll cancel them. <laughs> you know, because I always have this feeling of, you know, with those kind of contests, if you don't buy something, there's no way you'd ever be picked. Well, scams are absolutely nothing new, and it seems every day there's another one we have to worry about. Now, apparently, there's a common scam with a new twist that's been reported in Minnesota. We've all heard about publishers clearinghouse scams. They've been going on forever, yet scammers are still finding new new ways to use the old scam and make it new, like reinventing the wheel. This particular scam was reported in Winthrop, Minnesota, which is about three hours from the Twin Ports. Uh, truly, though, it's a scam that could happen anywhere in the state. The Winthrop Police Department warned of the scam on social media on Thursday, last Thursday, writing they received many calls from people in the area over the past 24 hours. According to the police, the scammers are calling people in the area using the all-too-common rule of pretending to be with Publishers Clearinghouse. They tell the person that answers the phone that they want a new car and a big sum of money. Then the scammers tell the winner that they need to go purchase gift cards to pay for the shipping of the prizes. Considering that one of the prizes is a car, they likely ask for a big chunk of change. We all know what happens from there. The person on the other end of the line falls for the scam, goes and purchases the gift cards, sends them off, and aren't able to reach the scammer or get their money back when they realize something's a scam. First of all, no one's going to call you and say you want Publishers Clearinghouse. That's A. And B, if you ever have to pay any kind of money in any way, whether it's gift cards or cash, it's fake. If you want something, you don't you don't pay anything. You don't, and then to be anticipating gift cards, like that seems even weirder to me than cash. But that's the latest scam. So I just want uh, everyone to be aware of that. If you get a phone, I mean, and, and then how weird just in Winthrop, Minnesota, this tiny little town. All of a sudden, you get a whole bunch of people that get this exact same phone call. So. Uh, Hopefully nobody fell for it. It doesn't say if anybody did, but they were smart enough to call the police and let them know about it. So then the police could put out a a, a statement to, you know, all the citizens of Winthrop and it to go even further than that. Because we're talking about it here in Duluth. So please be careful. If you're ever solicited by someone on the phone or in the mail, you know, and then they ask you for stuff, just don't know. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. So there, there you go. Uh, Maroon 5 on the way. Taylor Swift 2 and Harry Styles is next on Mixing 08. Hey, Jim. We're across this article, and I just absolutely loved it because <laughs> this completely makes so much sense. People who went to school uh, with celebrities, and so they just talk about, you know, what they were like back in high school. One of my favorite people of all time, Michael J. Fox. Um. One person said my aunt made out with him and then proceeded to puke puke on him. <laughs> oh my God, that's terrible. Um, Hugh Grant, my dad went to high school with Hugh Grant, very popular guy, got all the ladies at the neighboring girls' school. 
That doesn't seem like a stretch. Uh, one person went to high school with Natalie Portman in upstate New York. I believe she was very nice and quiet. She wasn't around much due to uh, Star Wars filming. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I need to uh, I need to uh, get a hall pass and uh, absentee for a couple of days because I'm filming Star Wars. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Um, my aunt went to school with Kurt Cobain. She turned him down for prom one year. She said he was kind of a junkie and a loser. Oh, man. Uh, my aunt went to school with Ewan McGregor. She said he's a pretty nice guy. I guess they still keep in touch. Well, that's cool. My mom's friend um, strung Rob Schneider's underwear up a flagpole at their band camp when he was a freshman. He funded our town's band program and tries to come home for concerts and stop by and say hello once in a while. He's a really, He's genuinely a really nice guy. Oh, I love that. I went to school with Margot Robbie. She was a few grades above me, but she was always really nice in the lead in the school musicals. And then uh, my mom went to the same school as Christopher Reeve. She said he was one of those smart jock type of guys, but he was very nice too. Lastly, Michelle Obama. My mom went to high school with Michelle uh, Obama. She was Robinson at the time and even has a yearbook with her signature. They were in the National Honor Society together and had been pretty good acquaintances. It wasn't until one day after Obama was elected, my mom was watching the news and jumped in recognition and ran to find her yearbook. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. So that's kind of cool. Every single celebrity that I talked about was nice in high school. I went to uh, to high school with... Um, I mean, I'd say he's a celebrity. His name is John Ridley, and he is a um, – well, he started as a stand-up comedian, but he um, is a, a writer and director and producer. He's – let's see. I'm looking up his IMDb account. Um, he's the author of seven published novels, the most recent, What Fire Cannot Burn, for Warner Books. Um, his first novel, Stray Dogs, was made into a feature film called U-Turn. Directed by Oliver Stone and starring Sean Penn, Jennifer Lopez, and Nick Nolte. He's wrote screenplays for Undercover Brother, Cold Around the Heart. Uh, wrote the story for the movie Three Kings. He's a playwright as well, and in 2005 produced the world premiere of his first play, 10,000 Years. So that's kind of cool, huh? I, I'm completely, I am in awe of him. I just think that is absolutely fantastic. He was a super nice guy, ran cross-country, kind of a quiet guy, Um uh, he was on my bus. <laughs> I rode with him on the bus. So, I mean, I, I knew of him. He kind of lived, like, in the general area where I live. But uh, I'm really proud of him, and I think that that's, that's really cool. Um, also, uh, Madonna is someone I did not mention. Um, there was a woman that went to uh, high school with her in Michigan, and she said she was quite the potster. Which, big surprise, no, nothing's changed there. Beyonce on the way. I wonder how she was in high school. She was probably homeschooled because she was she was busy trying to be a superstar. Nikki, you're on the way, and Sam Smith, Unholy, is next. That makes 108. And up next hour, we'll talk about uh, Minnesota Vikings are actually being trolled by other players. Oh, bad, bad deal yesterday. Plus, how does Minnesota rank in natural disasters? We've got all the details for you coming up, and an information update is next. That makes 108. Hey, 33 degrees downtown Duluth. We do have that wintry mix, which unfortunately is going to be hanging out throughout the day. It's going to be turning to all snow overnight tonight. So if you are out and about, it is just, it's slippery. Sidewalks, streets, everything is very slippery out there. So be very, very careful. Just all part of winter in the Northland. And as much as I am very guilty of it, of complaining 
pretty much constantly throughout winter of just the cold and the snow and ice. Um, at least we are very safe as far as uh, in the 50 states or in the continental United States of uh, disasters. So, um, you know, we're talking wildfires, floods, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, um you know, we do get the winter storms, and we did have the hundred-year flood, but for the most part, we're 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 pretty safe here. And I was talking about this last week, how I was watching um, online of this poor couple in Ventura, California. They have a ranch, and the with the flooding that they were having, the water was just literally pouring into their living room. And so this woman's just standing there, just watching this water come in as all her stuff is floating all over the whole entire house dogs walking through it and uh, they had a ranch and so they lost a couple of the animals you know they, they tried to get to ones that they could and get them to higher ground or you know get them in a safe place she looks out the window both their vehicles are floating away and you know I mean we we experienced that here with the 100 year flood and it was something that I don't ever want to witness again it was absolutely unbelievable and just and devastating for so many people. Um, so where do we rank uh, the top 10 safest states from natural disasters? We'll start at number 10. Montana, number nine is New Hampshire. Eight is Maine. Seven, Maryland. Six, Colorado. Five, Ohio. Four, Vermont. Three, Illinois. Number two is Minnesota. And number one is Michigan. Weird that Wisconsin's not in the top 10. I think that's kind of odd. Uh, based on data from the past 30 years about the frequency and severity of natural disasters, Minnesota is relatively safe, but there are some confirmed risks of natural disasters there. For example, there was a tornado that hit in 2011. In addition, they have some floods in the past. However, the severity of disasters is low compared to most other places. There's been more tornadoes in Minnesota since 2011. I, I, I dispute that fact. But, um, you know, for the most part, we're... We're pretty safe from that. I'd love to live in California, but I'm afraid of earthquakes. I, I really, there is nowhere to hide from an earthquake. And, uh, you know, they have the mudslides and the flash flooding. And, yeah. So I just need to remind myself of that when, uh, like, you know, a day like today, we've got this wintry mix and it's kind of slippery out there and then it's going to be turning to all snow. At least it's not an earthquake. We've got uh, all the details for you about that. If you want to do a deep dive on natural disasters, we've got it up for you on our website at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Ian put that all together. Pitbull on the way, BB Rex and David Guetta, and uh, Glass Animals is next on Mix108. Hey, Twin Ports. 834, and uh, it is 33 degrees. Got that wintry mix coming down, turning uh, rain, snow, Sometimes ice, and uh, that's turning to all snow overnight tonight. Well, it's uh, a sore subject for Vikings fans, but got to talk about it. Their uh, playoff loss yesterday, tough, tough game to New York Giants. And uh, what's kind of interesting, I don't think I've ever seen this before, not to this degree, but uh, some Green Bay Packers players and the Giants have been trolling the Vikings after their wild card loss. Um Minnesota Vikings had tweeted a couple days ago, New York's favorite team. So it showed Statue of Liberty and then like the New York skyline. And then it had a bunch of Minnesota Vikings. So that's kind of a bold, bold statement. And um, the New York Giants tweeted yesterday, skull with that same picture. So it's like, oof. Uh, Then uh, these are all on Twitter, by the way, offensive tackle, 
for the Packers, David uh, Bakatari. Uh, he wrote, love to see it. This is all after the game yesterday, by the way. Uh, Brian, uh, former Packer Brian uh, Beluga uh, had issues with Kirk Cousins' decision-making on the final play. Uh, he said, good call, Minnesota pathetic four-yard route. Congrats to the Giants, well-deserved. And uh, DeBall has these boys rolling. Super Bowl winner TJ Lang uh, said, Kirk throwing a three-yard pass on fourth and eighth to end the season. Vikings are who we thought they were. Ooh, it just goes on and on and on. And uh, Packers current cornerback kick returner uh, celebrating. Uh, there's a video of him sh- celebrating by sharing a clip of the much better teammate, Jer Alexander, mocking the Vikings during the recent win at Lambeau. Uh, and so he, yeah, he's, he's doing his little dance and uh, it, it kind of goes on and on. It's pretty, it's pretty brutal. I have it uh, up on our Facebook mix one away Facebook page on uh, mix108.com and also on the mix108 app. If you want to check out, um, the article and uh, all the different uh, tweets that are going out right now. The Vikings just really, they're getting, they're getting trolled hard. And I just, you know, I, I, this is my personal opinion on it. I'm a, I, and I know Vikings Packers fan, they say, people say it can't be both, but it is what it is. And I just think like the Vikings just had that kind of uh, bravado this year. And I, I mean, they just seemed like they were really kind of big egos, you know, and, and I mean, some of it's understandable. They came from behind from so many different games to get the W and they had a great season and new coach and everything seemed revitalized. But man, it's just, it's just one of the, like the little engine that could, like they always just seem to get so close. And then I don't know, I don't know what happens. I'm, I'm no sports expert to sit and analyze, you know, what went wrong, what, they did right with the rock. I don't know. Um, sorry, like a weird thought. I was going to sneeze. Situation going on there. But uh, anyway, if you want to see all the, uh, I'm sure the Packers fans are going to be excited to see this of the trolling of uh, the Packers players, and then the the uh, Giants kind of shutting them down too. I've got it up at mix108.com and mix108 app. And, of course, uh, Mix 108 Facebook page, too. Lil Nas X coming up. we got Elton John, too. And the weekend, Die For You. That's coming up next on Mix 108. Hey, it's Ian from Mix 108. Go anywhere because I'm going to be hanging out with you until 10 o'clock. I've got 80 minutes of music commercial-free fueled by our friends at Quick Trip. Plus my throwback song of the day. Ian and I back together tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Hope you join us. It's been a great morning. And, uh, again, Stick around because I'm going to be hanging out with you until 10 o'clock right here at Mixing 08. Lauren Snapping coming up tonight on Fox.